This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Okay, may the odds be ever in your favor. We're playing a super fun game today, and we're calling it Fact or Myth with writer and mythbuster Corey Levitan. And we want y'all to play along. He'll ask us questions like, who was Whiskey Pete and did he actually get buried standing up? Did they really drain the pool at the Frontier Casino after Dorothy Dandridge dipped her toe in? Today on CityCast Las Vegas, we're going to dig into some of the myths around our casinos and talk about what makes a good Las Vegas myth. It's Tuesday, June 27th. I'm Vogue Robinson, and here's what Las Vegas is talking about. Corey, welcome to CityCast Las Vegas. Hey there. Hi, Vogue. How are you? Awesome. Pleasure to meet you guys. And I listen to you guys all the time. I've listened to every episode. Thank you. That makes me happy. Okay, so you're going to lead us in a game show here. It's going to be myself versus David. And we're going to try to figure out which of your stories are fact or fiction. So we'll let you take it away with myth number one. I'm going to call this fact or myth. So you guys have to buzz in with fact or myth. All right. I, I was not given a buzzer. I just wanted to point that out right you now. Have to, you have to go. I'll figure it out. All right, go ahead. Number one, Corey. Fact or myth? Casinos pump extra oxygen onto their floors. Myth. Ooh, myth. You're both correct. Yay. Look at that. Where did that come from? Although you hear that a lot. You hear that a lot, that they're pumping it with oxygen to get your brain going in overtime to make you all slapdash happy to uh, keep gambling. Came from a Mario Puzo novel from 1978 called Fool's Die, in which the lead character was a casino owner, and he ordered more oxygen into the casino. The problem, oh. with, the problem with that <laughs> is that would be a little bit of a fire hazard, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oxygen is an accelerant, which would violate all fire insurance policies. Plus, everyone's smoking inside, so poof. All right, next, uh, number two. You're both, you're both tied, one to one. Good job, Vogue, by the way. Good job, both of you. Fact or myth? Charles Manson and his followers once mugged for the camera in front of the Binion's $1 million display. Go. True. True. That is true. You're both correct. Very good. Oh, yay. Score's still tied. (laughs) 50-50. And having read Casino.org, I kind of cheated on that one. David. (laughs) Well, I didn't know it was coming, but I will tell you this, that no one has seen that photo because the FBI will not release it. Scott Robin has filed a a Freedom of Information Act and they've denied it. Yeah, absolutely. Fact or myth, one of the girls immortalized on the old crazy girl statue, which which is now in storage at Planet Hollywood, was dancer Jonna Steele, who was transgender. Fact or myth? Myth. No ifs, ands, or buts. (laughs) Um, she was very famous as a showgirl, and I do believe she performed at the Riv, 
I don't know if she was in Crazy Girls to my recollection, but I'm going to say it's true. We're going to go different on this one, Vogue. I'm going to say uh, John is on uh, no ifs, ands, or buts. Vogue is ahead. <laughs> points, points, points for me. Points for me. <gasps> you win. Real showgirl, though. That was a real showgirl. She was in uh, she she was in Crazy Girls, and that but that was a an actual cast, a bronze casting, and she had been fired by the the director before that cast was made. She was fired after a current affair outed her as transgender. Very horrible thing. Yeah, and in fact, wasn't she Showgirl of the Year? She was. The RJ named her. Best of Las Vegas named her sexiest showgirl. Absolutely true. It was a different time when people were perhaps more prejudiced, and maybe that's coming back again. I don't know. But poor Jana. I understand she did not have a good ending either. She did not. We'll, we'll put it that way and let, let you go to Google it yourself and cry. Uh, okay, number four. Fact or myth? Whiskey Pete of the famous Whiskey Pete's was buried standing up facing Highway 91, which of course became Las Vegas Boulevard 15. Was he buried standing up facing Highway 91 according to his wishes? Whiskey Pete. Uh, false. I'm going to call that a myth too. You're both correct. I found the guy who, who, who located his coffin by accident in 1994 and reburied him. He was not buried standing up. Nor was he reburied in one of his bootlegging caves across Highway 9 to 1. He was reburied exactly where they found him. Vogue, you're ahead by one. Number five. <laughs> I think. Wait, no, you can't go on because you just said that somebody stumbled across his uh, <laughs> burial space by accident. And not everybody knows who Whiskey Pete is. I mean, if you've been through State Line, maybe. But who is Whiskey Pete, Corey? Whiskey Pete was this amazingly big asshole who who was a bootlegger and got busted so many times that he opened up a gas station to go straight. Well, he opened up a gas station on this road that nobody took, which which now is the 15. But back then it wasn't the 15. And in order to, to make ends meet selling the gasoline to nobody, he, he, he resorted to his old ways of bootlegging. And he had a, a habit of shooting people who came into gas station. <laughs> Oh, Whiskey Pete. What? <laughs> he, he, he shot like three people who came in for, for no reason at all. Uh, he, thought, he thought they insulted him. Uh, they, they came in either looking for uh, booze that uh, you know, he was pretending he didn't have. Um, it, it, he was drunk all the time, basically. He shot people for no reason at all. And, uh, and so now they, so they, they named the hotel after him. No, it was Whiskey Pete's um, gas station. That was what was the famous thing. And then, the, and, then, and then the guy in the 60s who inherited it decided to build a hotel. But that, everybody knew that as Whiskey Pete's, so that's why he named it. So he didn't even, I don't think he necessarily even know, knew who Whiskey Pete was, but he wasn't. Well, I think he knows because legend has it, myth has it, Corey, that he uh, still haunts the old Whiskey Pete Casino himself. I don't get into any of those haunting things. I don't, because, I, you know... Those aren't, you can't myth or no myth on the haunting because who knows? Because there's no knowledge. It's like Area 51, you know? It's like, if there's no knowledge, that, that means that the people with the conspiracies don't have any knowledge either. Hmm. And that's down in State Line that people also refer to as Prim, right? No, it's called Prim now. They changed. They changed the name because there's. Yeah, a, it was like Prim is There's Prim. another state. No, no, okay. no. It it was called State Line until I believe 1996 or so. Because uh, there's a state line by Reno. Fact or myth? Number five. 
uh, Vogue, you are ahead. Factor Myth, the Frontier drained its pool because Black singer Dorothy Dandridge dipped her toe in it. True. Fact. I've heard this story with so many different entertainers, including Sammy Davis Jr. I, I don't think anyone ever actually drained it. I know that there was rampant racism. I know that Black entertainers were treated extraordinarily poorly during uh, the heyday of the strip, but I'm going to say that one's a myth, too. That is a myth. It was perpetuated by the 1999 HBO series mm. during Halle Berry. What happened, according to her manager, was that they threatened to drain it, but it never happened. So Hollywood drained it. Anyway, you guys are tied. Wow, we got a game. Woo! <laughs> Number six. I, I was worried, because I kind of overthought myself with the whole Jana Steele thing. Like, I knew too much, so I got the wrong answer. <laughs> Hey, it's David Figler, and one of my favorite food festivals is coming back to town. It's Vegas Unstripped over at the Palms Hotel on Saturday, May 18th. Over two dozen chefs from some of Las Vegas's most talked about restaurants creating original, unique menu items they've never made before. Chef creativity at its best. We're talking chefs from Partage, Esther's Kitchen, Milpa, EDO, and more, including this year's James Beard Award finalist Steve Kessler from Aroma. Tickets are $150 and are all-inclusive of food and drink, so you don't have to pay for anything once you're inside. No hidden up charges. I went last year, and it was so crowded in the best possible way. We got one remarkable dish after another, and while it was a little indulgent, here's the best part. The net proceeds go to local charities. So head on over to VegasUnstripped.com to get your tickets now. We'll see you there. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Facts or myth, the founder and CEO of FedEx saved his company by gambling in Las Vegas. Oh. Huh. The whole company? The whole freaking company. Um, I've, it's so funny. I've never heard any of these myths, you guys. <laughs> Not even the oxygen getting pumped into casinos? Only from you. I've heard the oxygen one from you, and then I've seen oh. the, the Dorothy Dandridge movie. Uh, so, yeah. you know. There's no facts in that. <laughs> or like that one that one didn't provide me all the facts, clearly. Uh FedEx gambling. Sure. <laughs> True. Okay, David. I'm sure that there's thousands of stories of companies that were lost in Las Vegas. Um, I like that there's one that was saved. So I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with Vogue that that is the one time that somebody who needed to save their company came to Vegas, put it all on red, and uh now we have FedEx. So I'm going to go uh, true too. You're both correct and you're both tied. Hey! The, uh, the owner, the, the guy who started FedEx, he, he bet his last 5000 and and won 27000 while gambling on blackjack. And he paid for the company's $24,000 fuel bill, which would have which cost him to, uh, to go bankrupt if he didn't get the money. 
Now, did he have that $5,000 delivered to him by a truck and a courier? <laughs> Number seven, scores tied. Oh, this is the tiebreaker, because we've, we're even, Vogue. This was not planned. Fact or myth, a Vegas chips potato chip truck that was a brand of potato chips was robbed by crooks who thought it contained casino chips. They beat the driver up, took all the money he had, <laughs> which was $680. Fact or myth? I've heard this story. I don't know if it's a myth or not, Vogue, but I have heard this story off-repeated. I'm going to say that's a myth <laughs> because I'm concerned with stupidity. All right. I, I have no idea. I love it, though. And just so we don't have to have another tiebreaker, I'm going to go all oh, in God. like the FedEx guy on truth. Congratulations, Vogue. <laughs> yes! The, it, it was almost, it was kind of true for a while, but then the cops figured out that the driver made up the story. Oh, so the driver actually got robbed. So there's like a piece of truth inside of it. The driver didn't get robbed. The driver didn't get robbed. Or rather, robbed. He, he made himself look like he got robbed. The money disappeared. He, he made up the story. Oh. The money disappeared. <laughs> I, I feel like that one is in itself a push, but I'm going to give it to you, Vogue. I, you deserve it. You deserve I, I it. deserve it because I won. <laughs> So, okay, so this guy's like, how do I figure out, wow, because it sounds like, you know, there's the scenes from um, Family Guy where Peter Griffin's trying to lie about his name, and it's like, P, Tear, Griffin. So I think he just looked around and was like, okay, Las Vegas chips, <laughs> and somebody somebody thought that it was real poker chips inside, and, and that's how we got, <laughs> that's how I was robbed. Look at my face, and he did the <laughs> beat him, apparently injured himself. <laughs> So Mr. Figler, who is uh, Gen X and has lived here his whole life and knows everything, mm -hmm. has lost to Vogue. Vogue, how long have you lived in Vegas? I am a decade in. <laughs> but she has the benefit of all my stories. Do so I? So I feel like she's robbed me of my knowledge and added on her own, and that's why she's so much better a human oh, than I am. look at you trying to take credit for my sensibilities. Yeah, 100%. Bless your heart. I won, and, uh, you know, thank you for playing. I so, wish I had a prize. <laughs> uh, I mean, the prize is, you know, I've learned I've learned a few new things uh, and how, how little David knows. So, David, <laughs> did anything... Wait. <laughs> we got most of those right together. There's only a couple that we diverged. David, did you... Were you surprised by any of your wrongo answers? Um, was I surprised? I wished that it was, I think, uh, John Steele's butt on that. I'm wondering where, there's a lot of mythology surrounding that statue. Do you know the statue that we're talking about, Vogue? No clue. So they made a bronze um, statue representation of a number of showgirls sort of interlocked from the backside. And it was part of this no if, ands, or buts campaign <laughs> that the the Riviera Hotel was doing for the Crazy Girl show. And believe it or not, folk, they had this mounted outside the front of the Riviera and people would rub the bronze butts for luck. That was a whole thing. But then, of course, the Riviera went through a number of changes and now, of course, the Riviera is gone. So I don't know where that bronze, um, I don't want to call it a bus, statute is. Uh, uh, Caesars has it in storage at Planet Hollywood. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Um, I was kind of surprised on the um, Dorothy Dandridge myth busting because 
normally I remember those things. Like I'll watch director's cuts of things <laughs> to be like, okay, what was, what part of this is true and, you know, based on a true story. And I feel like that's one of the films where early in the game I was like, what do you mean they're not telling me the whole truth? It's like cheese, cheese food, cheese product (laughs) based on a true story. So I feel like, you know, racism was already so horrible that it doesn't require any type of exaggeration. Um, You know, it made for an interesting scene, but... Vegas' history of racism is is, is horrible. And there's so many things that they still don't talk about. Like, for instance, Elvis's uh, debut at the, at the at the frontier in 1956 mm. was to a segregated crowd. Yeah, because all crowds were segregated until 1960. Really late, really late. Yeah. Whenever Hollywood tries to depict Vegas, they do tap into those myths. <laughs> I mean, they take their liberties, but I think Las Vegas a- as an entity encourages it. The more myth, the the, the more exciting being in this place is, and uh, you know, spectacle is our 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 currency in a lot of ways. Deep dislike. Yeah, well, yeah, if they don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. I'm a journalist. I fuck that. That's not what I believe in. <laughs> so nice. Corey, what do you think are like what are the key ingredients of a good myth? A good myth has details. A good myth is like a joke. Uh the, the stuff that, that a comedian says on stage, you don't you don't you know, you're not holding them to the truth. You know, they, they, uh, Rodney Dangerfield's my wife this, my wife that. He was like uh, a widower hmm. for all those years when he was saying, my, my wife's so fat. Uh, anyway, you don't hold them to the same, uh, you know, scrutiny that you do to people who spread myths on the, on the internet or however they spread them beforehand. It has to have details, like a good joke. Mm-hmm. So people, if you know, if it's vague, if like the Dorothy Dandridge story and there were various versions like uh, Sammy Davis uh, was one who they, they drained the pool because he dipped his toe in it. Uh, there were uh, several other, uh, Harry Belafonte, there, was, there were other versions. If that shifts around and there are details, uh, that, that's a good sign that, it, you know, that, it, that, it's not, that it's not real, that there's something going on, that, that, that it's a game of telephone, that people love telling some their friends things that they've never heard before, wild stories, and that they get a little... Uh, a boost to the ego uh, if they uh, if they've never heard that story. So it doesn't matter if it's true or not because it's a good story. That's that's how myths spread. And now anybody you know anybody with sixteen ninety nine can open up a Square Trade uh, website and say whatever they want, and people don't know how to tell the difference between uh, between news, legacy news, and uh, and and just uh, junk. Hmm. I I love that kind of. In, in the context of like putting myths into a book, I love that it has to be, you know, a solid story with like weird and random details and combining those things together. Yeah. I think it makes for good reads, but definitely, you know, when it gets passed on as like 100% truth, there's nobody does any type of research. Well, then, of course, then it becomes dangerous. So cheers, cheers to good myths. Uh, and thank you, David and Corey, for this conversation. It's been a pleasure. That was fun. Thank you for having me on. Corey has written about more weird and wild Vegas surprises. Head to VegasMythsBusted.com to read them all. Before you go, a few things you should know. We know they keep talking about a train from L.A. to Vegas, but you know what I like the sound of? 
a train from here to Salt Lake City. It's still too early in the game to see if it'll happen. The Utah Department of Transportation has applied for half a million in federal dollars just to study the idea. We all know it's going to be a long ride. Also, make sure you keep your metallic balloons weighed down. The foil balloons that folks love to use at parties can also be dangerous for the environment. Escape balloons can damage power lines, start fires, and even cause blackouts because they conduct electricity. A new law has passed banning helium-filled foil balloons unless they have a legit weight attached to them. That's all for today here on CityCast Las Vegas. What was your score? Did you get seven out of seven? What are some wild myths you've heard about our city? Tell us on social media at CityCastVegas or shoot us a text at 702-514-0719. If you enjoyed the show, go ahead and share this episode with all your friends, especially the ones who love a good tall tale. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Take care. I'm calling Corey a super fan right now. I steal ideas sometimes. I don't know if super fans would do that. Nice. <laughs> super thief. I like it. Take them. Take them. You could invite us on to like talk with you about the idea that you stole from our show. Like we'll come be guests. So let us know. We're down. Cool.